First of all, did you see um, the uh, Field of Dreams game last night? It's pretty cool. It's only the second time they've done it, but it, they're going to do it every year. You know the Heritage Classic that we have in hockey? And we have the outdoor games, and now they've been adopted, and they're an annual thing. This is sort of the same thing, but done for baseball. If you've seen the movie Field of Dreams, you know Kevin Costner? Um, you've seen it, right? Fantastic movie. They play baseball in the corn. If you build it, they will come. So he builds the baseball diamond in the middle of the cornfield, and all these old baseball players from, I think it's uh, Chicago White Sox back in uh, Shoeless Joe Jackson and all the rest. Anyway, it's beautiful. It's incredible. And so they recreate that now for two years uh, in uh, Iowa. In a cornfield in Iowa, they have two major league teams show up. Last year, um, saw the Chicago White Sox beat the New York Yankees. And this week, Chicago Cubs against the Cincinnati Reds. And it really is remarkable. There's just something about baseball. But there's some discussion about whether or not the heritage and the history around baseball. There's never been a Major League Baseball team in Iowa. But this is the thing about baseball. So let's get into it. We're going to have a discussion now with Brian Martin, who is a Canadian baseball historian and author. Brian, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate your time. Happy to be here, Shay. Let's let's talk about ba- what is it. I, I've often wondered, and it's not just this, but it, there, the stories that surround baseball, the legends, the history. Some of them just happen naturally in a game. Some of them happen completely manufactured, like this. What is it about baseball that lends itself to stories like this? Well, it's been, stories have been told about baseball for years and years and years and years. And, you know, there's that, that uh, story that baseball was invented in Cooperstown, New York, yeah. in 1837. Well, uh, that's... For the longest time, that was considered to be true. The United States Post Office issued a stamp in 1939 on the 100th anniversary of the uh, invention of baseball in 1839 in Cooperstown, New York. And if you go to Cooperstown, New York, which I've been to many times, uh, there's a thing called Doubleday Field, and there's a big brass plaque on it, and I'm reading from it. It's called Doubleday Field, birthplace of baseball. And there's another plaque in memory of people that were involved in it and say these people's efforts led to the development of Doubleday Field on the site where Abner Doubleday invented the game of baseball right. in 1839. Yeah. Well, I've heard that. Abner Double- I've heard that. Yeah, well, it's not true. It's a, it's a, it's bogus. <laughs> it's bogus. And you know, in the Hall of Fame, which is ironic because they, you just sort of smile and you just admire the the the, the myth and and uh, Cooperstown is a great place for baseball if you like baseball. Yeah. But there's. In the museum itself, there's a ball that they claim was from the very first game of baseball. And just a few feet away from it is this little sign. And if you don't mind, I'd like to read it. It says, in 1905, the United States was taking its place on the world stage, eager to establish its distinct heritage. And that spirit, sporting goods magnate Albert Spaulding handpicked a special commission to prove the national game's roots. The eventual verdict, Civil War hero Abner Doubleday created baseball in Cooperstown in 1839. In fact, baseball was played decades earlier, the plaque continues, evolving from similar bat and ball games. Doubleday didn't invent baseball, baseball invented Doubleday, a thriving legend that reflects America's desire to make the game our own. Well, so they even have a plaque that admits they didn't invent it. Yeah, yeah, they've got a plaque admitting it um, now, but they still they still carry on this this myth because I mean baseball is 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 it's 
pastoral, the, the field of dreams thing, you know, that's from Shoeless Joe, the, the, the book Shoeless Joe by a Canadian, by a Canadian. Uh, Warren Kinsella. And the story of Cooperstown, I believe, I wrote a book called Baseball's Creation Myth. The story about Cooperstown, I believe, had its roots in a story about a game played in Ontario in 1838 and related many, many, many years later and then appropriated by uh, what I think was a, a drinking buddy, a neighbor of his out in Denver, Colorado, uh, Abner Graves, who told the Cooperstown story. So the roots of the Cooperstown <laughs> Cooperstown story, I believe, is Canadian. The roots of the Field of Dreams thing is Canadian, and yet the Americans say, no, it's our game and it's our myth. So we've, we as Canadians have played an integral role in helping the Americans create and then sustain some myths. And, and they do, and they live on, and they get bigger, and they get bigger, and now they become a central part of the annual season. They, the Major League Baseball is going to make a huge thing out of this. But it's lovely. I don't know if you watched the game on TV. I loved it. It's, it's, it's not accurate. I mean, even that field they play on is 400 yards away from the one they used for the movie, right? <laughs> I mean, they, they, but they just tweak things a little bit and embellish, and it's harmless, but it's fun. And if you love baseball, you just accept the fact that there's a lot of, you know, I can't say BS on the radio, but uh, a lot of that sort of thing is attached to it. And, and is it, I mean, baseball, it's not an older game, right? I mean, we've had the other games, we've had the other leagues, they've been around almost as long, if not just as long. Why does these, why does the myth, as you, and that's the perfect word for it, why do these myths sprout up around baseball? Uh, because people like it so much, and, and you know, uh, for some reason, the Americans wanted to find when uh, when baseball began. Like it had to have been invented by some very smart guy at some specific time. Well, we in Canada have hockey. And early games were played in Kingston and in Nova Scotia. But we aren't as obsessed to determine where the very first no. game of hockey was, was held. You know, I love the Americans, but they want to know what's the best, what's the first, what's the biggest, you know. Um, and, and they were seemed to be uh, driven to uh, taking things that happened in the past or may have happened in the past and really celebrating them. And the, the fact checkers, uh, the fact checkers that... Uh, um, we're asleep at the switch on some of these things. <laughs> How are they with the basketball? That's being generous. They, they, Pardon me. They give us the fact that a Canadian invented basketball, but they, but he did it in America, right? Isn't that how yeah, they sort of and, explain? And they them? don't. They don't give us credit that a Canadian invented the telephone to get away from sports. But, I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's funny because we are complicit. I suppose we are complicit in some of these myths that uh, surround baseball. And that's okay. It's such a great game. I mean, um, uh, everyone has their favorite sport. Baseball is mine. I played it competitively when I was younger. I live in London, Ontario, and we're the home of the world's oldest baseball park. Um, 1877, the London Tecumsehs, who played in a major professional league and were one of the top teams in all of North America, they needed a better ballpark. So they built this one, which was originally called uh, Tecumseh Park, now called Labatt Park. It's still being used today uh, and is in the Guinness World Book of Records as the oldest baseball park in the world. And and it is. So we in southwest Ontario, where I happen to live, um, is sort of a hotbed of baseball. But we were a hotbed at the same time places like Cooperstown and upstate New York and Massachusetts. So it all goes back to the same thing. But if you really want to go back, Shay, baseball games of stick and ball date back to Egypt. I mean, it's hard to determine what, what, when, what, what was modern baseball. I mean, was it because of the rules they finally codified them in 1845 with the Knickerbockers? Or was it something that was played along before that? I mean, the first game in Canada, um, a fellow historian, Bill Humber, 1816 in Hamilton 
which predates oh, wow. the, the game in Beachville in 1838 that we know about quite a bit. So we had a form of baseball, but we don't know what the rules were is the problem. You know, newspapers didn't have a lot of box scores back in uh, in 1816. The, the box score wasn't invented until late in the <laughs> 1800s. So we don't know exactly what rules. There's a game that play, London played against a little town called Delaware, and it was uh, uh, in 1854, and there's a report of that, but the, they only played three innings, and the score was like 44 to 20-something or other. <laughs> so what rules were they playing? You know, in some of the early games, everybody had to bat repeatedly, despite the number of outs. And the earliest games, you had to, to get somebody out, you had to hit them with the ball as they're running around the bases. Oh, really? You know? That oh, would yeah. be interesting. Oh, yeah. Well, it was actually fun. The kids loved it because they tried to dodge getting hit by the ball. But, uh, you know, they, they changed the rules so that you just uh, you had to tag them rather than hit them with the ball, which the, back then the ball was a lot softer than it is today, sure. so it didn't really hurt. But that was one of the uh, appeals of the game uh, way back when. Where does rounders fit? I had an, a grade school teacher that told us we were going to play rounders, and we didn't know what she was talking about. Turned out it was baseball. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, an, it's a British game uh, that most people believe baseball is derived from yeah it's a ball and it's running around and that sort of thing I've seen some uh, I've seen some video of it and it's it's interesting it's it's a child's game actually it's okay. not an adult's game but uh, yeah back in England there's reports of that in the 1700s that's right yeah exactly yeah um, okay as a baseball historian we're talking about the legends and the myths that surround that great game uh, as a guy who what, what's your favorite which one stands out to you as the great all-time baseball legend oh well <laughs> One that, the call the shot by Babe Ruth. You know, he he said he was going to hit this homer for yep. the sick kid, and he pointed. And pointed into the stand. Yeah, and um, that is so up there as, oh, the second one is that the Babe Ruth's first, first professional home run landed in Lake Ontario because the Providence Grays he was playing with played at Hanlon's Point Park and that he hit it out of the park and it landed in Lake Ontario and people still believe it's there. Well, <laughs> if you look at the press accounts of the day, including from the Providence paper that was traveling with the Providence team, the ball went into the stands. It didn't go into the water. But that myth about Babe Ruth's first... Now, it was his first professional home run, but it did not go into Lake Ontario. So there's whole... I mean, everywhere you turn, there's something, you know? There is. There really is. Brian, thank you so much for sharing some stories. I appreciate your time. I appreciate your time, Shay, and uh, take care. You too. That's Brian Martin, who's a Canadian baseball historian and author. And yeah, the history is just, uh, it's just fantastic. And it all, Babe Ruth, not all of the stories, but he seems to be in the middle of a bunch of them. I think my favorite Babe Ruth story, and I have no doubt that it's made up and it's not true. Uh, Babe grew up in orphanages. If if you've seen the movie and you read the books and things like that, and there's a story that goes, he was playing in the uh, courtyard at the, I think it was the orphanage. Something like that. I'm not sure. And um, he hit the ball. And, you know, I mean, Babe was a home run king, right? So went through a window. So Babe has to go back and get the ball out of the uh, office that it went into. I think it was a priest that had the office, something like that anyway. So Babe goes in to get the ball and gets it back and throws it back through the hole that he had put in the window when he hit it through. He was a pitcher. I mean, the legendary stories around Babe Ruth, as he mentions, the cult shots. And they, I mean, they made movies about this guy as far as the history and the legend and the myth of baseball. A lot of it starts and ends with Babe Ruth. But there is something about that game that just, I think they just revere those kinds of stories and those legend. And I mean, I went to Fenway Park um, 
last fall, and it, it was built in 1912, so it's well over 100 years old. And I'll tell you, if you dreamed of touching Fenway Park, the people of Boston would riot. It's not. There's no talk of we need a new building. No, 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 no. Fenway is revered, and it's old, and there's pillars in the way, and I mean, it's amazing. It's it's decrepit in a lot of ways, but it's 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 Fenway Park, and it's part of that legendary status that baseball has achieved in so many areas. It's it's amazing. It really is. And the game just, for some reason, lends itself to it. 